This is the old Trailblazer broadcast bringing you Thus Saith the Lord. We invite you to write us. Our mailing address is Radio Missions. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. I was just thinking of some of you out there in our radio audience. Many of you have written in and told me what our Lord means to you. And I was just thinking how great it is to know the Lord. Yes, in the early morning this morning, meditating and reading and studying and, and thinking how blessed you and I are to know the Lord as our Lord and Savior. Our hope is Christ. Not in some dream, not in some vision or some feeling or some light feeling. No, it's, it's in Christ. He is our Savior. He died for my sins, and many of you say that he is your hope and that he uh, is your life. And then when we meet, we are able to fellowship around our blessed Lord. Our, yes, our pleasure and our desire is to be in the midst of God's people many times, talking about our Lord, what mercy he's had upon us, this, on this poor old sinner. I was such a sinner, my friend. I was. I was so sinful. And on top of it all, I had no regard, no care, no feeling for my soul. But you know something? God never let me alone. I believe that from my early childhood days, I knew that God hated sin. I just had that. There was that impression uh, others could sin uh, without regard. But, my friend, I would hear other young men of my age curse and use God's name in vain. And I'd just cringe every time I, I heard those things. Even though I was not religious, I didn't try to palm off anything on them. I just would cringe when they would use God's name in vain, blaspheming the name of the Lord, speaking all kind of a vulgar language and four-letter words. There is, as a teenager growing up, when we were out of the sight of our father and mother, no, I knew better, but I, the Lord, I believe, was dealing with my heart back then. I believe God's uh, hand was upon me. As I look back at my young days, I see how his hand, the hand of providence, helped me, yes, the providence of God, kept me from the gross sins and protected me from harm's way, even though I was a sinner by nature. He never let me get involved in those things. Many times I could have been killed if, I had not been, uh, if it had not been for the protecting hand of our Lord. And if I had uh, died in that state, where would I have gone? Straight to hell, my friend. Now, that's God's word. Uh, yes, I would have gone straight into eternity lost uh, in that state and uh, with no repentance. Oh, then why can't we just praise the Lord this morning? How good, how merciful he is to the sinner. I know that it's a joy to me to sit and meditate upon what my Lord means to me. I do. I, I, I don't know if you know what I'm speaking about or not. And I urge you, if you know the Lord, if you want to know the Lord, begin to take time out. Sometime during the day, during the late, late afternoon or night before you retire to your bed, take time out and reflect upon the goodness of God. Did you know the goodness of God leadeth you to repentance? Do you? It's not the wrath of God. It's not the being fearful of the wrath of God that leads you to the Lord. No, it's the goodness of God. His goodness and mercy has followed thee all the days of your life. And yet we don't take time to reflect on it. Would you do that for me? You say you want to know the Lord. Would you just begin to take time out and uh, spend some time there in God's word and uh, then think about the goodness of God? Now I want us to look again in our study there in First Peter in uh, chapter 2, and we're down there in verse 9 now for our study this morning. Let me read that verse, if you will, 
verse 9, but ye are speaking to God's children, Apostle Peter here speaking to the early Christians and to you and me, ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a people that should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Peter had spoken of these who were disobedient, uh, who would uh, not have Christ to rule over them. But now listen to his word. But ye, ye, now he's speaking to God's children, ye whom the Lord has saved, you are a chosen people. I wish every one of you would take notice of that word chosen. Now I know folks hate the gospel, hate the, the doctrine of election, but listen, this word chosen, it means all the difference to you and to me this morning, my friend, to be chosen of God. I want to read you a verse from the Gospel of John there in chapter 15 in verse 16. Listen, Christ speaking here. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask in the Father, of the Father in my name, he shall give it to you. Believer, do not these verses uh, bless your heart? God's children are a chosen people. We are chosen by God himself. Christ said, you have not chosen me. I have chosen you. No sinner would ever come to Christ. No sinner would ever get saved if he could help it. No, he wouldn't. No, you may disagree with me, but I'll stake my destiny upon that being true. Man, by his own nature, uh, hates God. Uh, he doesn't want to, his will to be broken, for he, he desires his own way. He thinks he's uh, smarter than God. He believes that he's his own man and that he has no need of God. But in God's mind, he chose a number which no man can number. When he sets his love upon that sinner, then he will come. Yes, my friend, when God sets his love upon you, you'll come. I find that sometimes it seems there's no use to go on preaching the gospel. Men and women, by nature, as a rule, won't have the gospel. They are worldly to the core. They love this present evil world. Yes, this may be, uh, they may be your loved ones or they may be my loved ones, but it matters not. They have Satan's lie. They believe Satan's lie. Just give your heart to Jesus. Come on, join with our church. And uh, yes, yes, and then live like the devil the rest of your life. Yes, they say we have the faithful word of God. Just accept Christ and you'll be all right, my folks. Oh, that's what they say. Many of our folks uh, uh, see no, so no error in, in this type. Many folks see no error in this type of preaching. So you tell them uh, of the election, the calling, the choosing of God, and they scoff at it and say all it's all foolishness, not knowing God's word is so plain. Just as this verse here tells us, you are a chosen people. What does this mean, uh, my friend? If it doesn't mean that God chose or chooses whom he will save, God's word never lies. No, it says we as his people are a chosen people. I praise the Lord that the Lord chose me one day. I would have never come to the Lord if he hadn't chose me. Salvation does not consist of uh, this fear of spending eternity in hell. That's not, that doesn't drive you to Christ, no ma'am, no sir. And uh, so doing everything in our power to avoid being damned, that's not coming to Christ. 
No, salvation is not being baptized. Salvation is not going to church every Sunday. No, salvation doesn't mean or consist of doing anything in order to earn salvation. This the scripture says, not by works of righteousness, which you have done, because it is of grace, grace through faith, and that not of yourself. No, you don't earn salvation. You cannot work up faith to earn salvation. Let me try and briefly tell you what salvation consists of, my friend. First, of knowing that we are sinners and that we deserve uh, to be separated from God. We have no, uh, no, 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 no claim on God. No. And uh, that God would be just and righteous in uh, sending all of us there into hell. Secondly, we are made aware that we are incapable of saving ourselves from sin and from hell. We have no remedy for sin. We have no remedy for hell. No, we must be shown that we need a Savior. Have you ever seen your need of a Savior this morning, my friend? You out there in our radio audience, some of you there at our mission places, have you ever seen your need of Christ? Or are you just religious? Or are you just live a clean life? Or are you just uh, uh, obey the Lord as you think? are kind to dumb animals and treat folks well. That's not salvation. My friend, our hearts must be broken because we are sinners. We are alienated from God. All of this takes place only when the Holy Spirit of God comes upon a poor soul, lost and doesn't know it. That's our condition, blinded. But the Holy Spirit opens that heart. He opens the eyes, and there is. Uh, this is because God chooses to do so. Those whom God hath chosen are described as being vessels of mercy, my friend, which he had prepared unto glory in Romans 9.23. The elect are called sheep in John 10.27. But before they are saved or quickened by the grace of God, they are uh, all uh, in, in, in amongst, amongst the goats whom Christ will uh, say in that day. Depart from me. I never knew you. Yes, those on the, the goat side, those on the left hand of God, those who sit on the left hand, he will say, uh, depart from me. I never knew you. And until the Holy Spirit opens our hearts, that's where you and I sit, my friend. Yes, uh, depart from me. I never knew you because they are the elect of God, because they are chosen by God. Then, then they're called. Before the foundation of the world, the day comes in the lives of those elect persons when they are quickened, are saved, born again, and all of this is, uh, is uh, because Christ died for us. Yes, when Christ said you must be born again, he meant that sinners must be given spiritual life in order to be saved from living among the goats and being satisfied to live with them. Only uh, the direct intervention, intervention of the Holy Spirit, the direct calling of God can cause a man or a woman to become, uh, uh, yes, interested in his soul. Yes, to become disinterested in the world, my friend. Up until that time, the world is your uh, bright spot. That's our message here at the Old Trailblazer broadcast, day after day, here uh, at the radio mission. Uh, we preach that man is asleep in Satan's lap. That's what God's Word says. He is happy. He is satisfied. Uh, he's been ra rocked to sleep.
Uh, he doesn't want to be disturbed. No. You, you take a child that's been sleeping, and uh, you go in there and rouse him a little bit, and he'll turn over and pull a cover up on his head and scrooch up his face and begin to mutter a little bit. But no. No, that's what God, that's what the sinner is. When the Holy Spirit begins to dig around his heart a little bit, he don't want to be touched. And then Satan comes along and, and begins to rock that cradle back a little bit. You know how you do a baby? Wakes up a little bit, and all you just pat him on the back and <clears throat> comfort him and soothe him. No, he doesn't want to be disturbed. He is satisfied <clears throat> with no thought about his soul. But if and when God sets his love upon him, the Holy Spirit awakens him fully to his lost condition, then you can see a new spirit. Now he knows he's afar off from God because his eyes have been opened. Yes, with no way to come to Christ. He's, 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 there's no way. There's no way. He, he sees no outlet to come to Christ. He's like the old prodigal son. He's only there <clears throat> in the hog pen. Feeding on the husk of the world. What a beautiful picture of salvation, my friend. That old boy had went off in, in rebellion against his father, like you and I have against our Heavenly Father. And he come one day to the end of his way. He spent all, that's what the scripture says. He woke up one morning there in the hog pen. Had a bucket of slop for a pillow. And the hogs rooting around on him. But it says he come to himself. Oh, my friends, this morning, if you would take heed to the work of the Holy Spirit, that you might come to yourself and be aware now uh, and begin to cry after the Lord's mercy. He said, uh, I will arise and go to my Father. Christ put that cry there. Our Lord, our God put that cry there. Our salvation is all of the Lord from start to finish. Yes, we are a chosen generation, my friend. I praise the Lord for the choosing of those, one here and one there, unto salvation. If you're saved this morning, God chose you. If you're uh, under conviction this morning for your sin, God opened your heart. That's choosing you. God chose to awaken you one day in your rebellion. Oh, my friend, this is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis, inviting you to tune in each day, Monday through Friday. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Write us and let us know if you're listening. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to attend Fellowship Weekend, October 27th through 29th at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. Join listeners from near and far for this time of old-time preaching, dinner and lunch on the grounds, and fellowship. For information and local lodging options, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. We look forward to seeing you soon. 